There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free managing your diabetes just got easier the powerful new dexcom g7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks and because dexcom g7 is the most accurate cgm system you can be confident in your food exercise and medication decisions and all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower a1c get started at dexcom.com dexcom data on file 2023 if your glucose alerts and readings from the g7 do not match symptoms or expectations use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions for a list of compatible devices visit dexcom.com compatibility. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. Wednesday night, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight. We will talk through all sports. But before we talk about any of it, including a whole bunch of COVID updates, we got a bunch of tips in the NBA, man. Happening right now. We got three, so run to your book of choice if you want to get in on Rockets and Cavs. Right now, Cavs are nine and a half point home favorites, 217 and a half the total. The Hawks and the Magic, Hawks are seven, seven and a half point road favorites in that one, 223 and a half the total. And then the Heat and the Sixers, Sixers are eight, eight and a half point home favorites, 203, 203 and a half the total. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, we got the Lakers and the Mavs. The Lakers are two and a half to three point Road favorites, 212 and a half, 213 the total. Eight Eastern, five Pacific. We got the Pelicans and the Thunder. Pelicans are four and a half point road favorites over the Thunder, 211 and a half. Your total, eight Eastern, five Pacific. The Pacers and the Bucks. Pacers, two and a half to three point road favorites, 214 and a half the total there. 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, the Hornets and the Spurs. Spurs are three and a half point home favorites over the Hornets. 224, 224 and a half the total. Nine Eastern, six Pacific, the Timberwolves and the Nuggets. Nuggets are four, four and a half point home favorites. 224 and a half the total. 10 Eastern, seven Pacific, the Wizards and the Kings. Wizards are two and a half point road favorites. 226 and a half, 227. 
the total. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Grizzlies and the Blazers. The Grizzlies are two, two and a half point road favorites, 218 and a half, 219. The total. And last tip of the evening, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Clippers and the Jazz. The Jazz, nine and a half point home favorites over the Clippers, 217 and a half is the total. Just a couple quick injury updates on some of those earlier games. As far as the Heat at the Sixers, Joel Embiid is a go tonight. He was questionable earlier today. He will play. Uh, Korkmaz will be out of the game for the Sixers tonight on the Heat side. No Jimmy Butler, no Bam out of bio. Uh, they've been out here for a while now. No Tyler Hero or Caleb Martin, who we saw have a big game the other night for the Heat tonight. Uh, part of the reason why they are such big underdogs uh, there and then in Milwaukee, the Pacers and Bucks game for, on the Milwaukee side, we have Giannis out. Hit him win the COVID nineteen protocols we saw come out last night, and then Chris Middleton still dealing with that knee injury will not play tonight either. He was questionable earlier today, but has been ruled out. Uh, I do have two NBA bets tonight. Uh, I'm playing the Lakers, the, the, and, and there's there's. Usually I've got more statistical backup uh, for, for what I'm playing tonight, but these are these are basically two prove-it-to-me games. Uh, I, I am on the Lakers here at the 440 slot, uh, 440 Pacific time, 740 Eastern time. That will be the ESPN game. Uh, just no Luka Doncic on the Dallas side. Yes, the Lakers are me missing some of their role players. No Malik Monk, no Dwight Howard, no Taylor uh, Horton Tucker here tonight. But if the if the Lakers can't get it done with the, their three big stars against a team that has no Luka Doncic, I, this this team is going to have bigger bigger problems this year. And then the other one I'm playing tonight, I, I I laid two points with the Grizzlies at the Trailblazers. Trailblazers coming over off an overtime loss last night. Tired legs. This team has lost six straight, nine of their last ten. Meanwhile, Memphis has won eight of their last nine. This is just a hot team versus a very, very cold team. So uh, play, those are my two plays today in the NBA. All just right. uh, just three games on the ice tonight. Capitals and Blackhawks is at 8 o'clock Eastern. That is uh, Capitals minus 140, plus 120 on the Blackhawks as home underdogs. The Rangers and the Coyotes is at 9 Eastern. Rangers are minus 220 road favorites in that one. Coyotes plus 180 as home underdogs. And then the Kraken are playing again tonight after they won last night. <laughs> had to look that. I look at the I was scoreboard. Say, like, Matt knew that they won last I night. I had to look. I like to look. And <laughs> I, it makes me feel good when they lose. And I go and I look and they lose. And I feel good. And my night is good. My night was ruined last night after Kraken won. They're plus 140 underdogs tonight. The Ducks are minus 160 home Favorites, let's go Ducks. Let's go Ducks. <laughs> we have, and you have, you have ten dimes on each of those three hockey games. We should yes. point out. Uh, we have Jonathan Von Tobel to talk NBA with us tonight. We also have Doctor Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus to talk all things NFL and Pete Futak on college football. Plus, coming up uh, momentarily, we will talk about the team that will uh, end up with the fewest wins. There is a market to bet in on that. Also, who will be the number one pick? There is a market for that. And we'll take a look at the uh, all-too-early NFL draft order in the process. Can't wait for that uh, here momentarily because it is very interesting at the top. Three Friday football games in college football. So it is, it is starting early here. Oh, man, the Bulls. The Bulls really are getting silly, though. I know we've talked about this. I don't. I don't know how much you guys have really looked at them, but the, the I mean, the bull names, the matchups, like it's just what are we doing here? They're they're just not. Hey, 
I, I'm not going to complain. I know for you know more games means more more betting opportunities for people. Yeah. I'm not a big college football guy though, so when I look down and look at some of this slate, you're like, wait, Jimmy Kimmel has a bowl game and like who's playing? Like this is some of these games yeah. are just. Bizarre. But I mean, we, I mean, yeah, we have like day football by the way, yes. like, like on Friday. Yes. Yeah, like like Middle Tennessee and Toledo's during the day. Uh, that's that's Toledo by ten in that one, and then. Uh, like a midday in Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina, where uh, Coastal Carolina by ten and a half in that one. I mean, you don't like the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, Kelly? You don't <laughs> I, like that? I spent enough t- years at the Boca Raton Bowl. I'm okay with uh, that. The PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. I mean, like, if that doesn't get you fired yeah. up, what does, Gil? Two, uh, two bowl games on Friday, six on Saturday. Six. And, of course, two NFL games. Uh, speaking of the NFL, today, more news and none of it good. Cardinals' DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, expected to miss the rest of the regular season with a sprained knee, but the team is hopeful to get it back at some point in the postseason. League sources tell Adam Schefter and Jeremy Fowler must have gotten hurt in the game on Monday night, and now at best he returns to the Cardinals during the postseason. That's hopeful, not a guarantee. That is obviously monstrous. Yeah, that happened right there at the end of the game. Um, he went up for that ball in the corner, and then the defender landed on both of his knees, ah. and then and it like ex- hyperextended one of them, and all the different stuff, and sprained the other one. And uh, look, we've seen the Cardinals win without DeAndre Hopkins out there. If you you never, you obviously never want to play without DeAndre Hopkins on the field. That being said, it is a pretty deep wide receiver group for this Cardinals team. They did draft Rondell Moore. They picked up A.J. Green. They have Chris Kirk, Zach Ertz at the tight end position. So you do at least still have a team that's not going to look like some of these other teams when their number one receiver goes down and you start going, who who, who is even going to fill in here? I mean, you do have a pretty deep wide receiver room there for the Cardinals. So, um, you know, of course, this line is not going to move against the Lions anyway. But going forward, we were already a little skittish on this Cardinals team as it was. That being said, this is probably the best-case scenario for them anyway because it happens early enough to where you would like to think that he would be able to take this month off and get healthy and get right for the playoffs. They're out of the number one slot as it is anyway, so it's not like you're losing the number one slot because DeAndre Hopkins isn't out there. You're already out of it as it was anyway. So it's of a bad situation. It's kind of the best of a bad situation. Tomorrow night, great Monday night, excuse me, great Thursday night football game on paper, but the news keeps rolling in. One, we already know that uh, Chris Jones of the Chiefs on the COVID list. So is Rashawn Slater, the Chargers standout offensive tackle. Well, now the Chargers are listing both Austin Eckler with his ankle injury and safety Derwin James, uh, arguably their most impactful player on both offense and defense. Well, offense sans Justin Herbert, of course. Both are questionable now for tomorrow night's game against the Chiefs. This line is still at three, but Lord knows the Chargers need both of them. Yeah, it's this is just weird. This is just a weird thing to me. I, I mean, it moved on the Chris Jones news. Then this news comes out, and it doesn't move yeah. back the other yeah. way. It just, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It just, it's a, it's an odd little way that this this game has gone. Because I mean, you know, half point. Like we see the half point movements. And stuff. I mean, this was this was all the way up at four, fell all the way to three, on the news of a defensive lineman, you know, not being able to play in this game. And then you get this 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 stuff comes out about it, you know listen if Eckler does go if Derwin James does go we know for sure they're not gonna be hundred percent and does nothing align whatsoever so the, the market is and we'll talk about it throughout the course of the show this is I've been I've been sports betting for over twenty years this is the most movement in games 
I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no, no, Like, in, no a, in a singular week in no the NFL doubt. in my whole life. I've, and, I've never seen anything like it. And the biggest move is Saturday's game between the Browns and the Raiders. As you know, yesterday, the uh, Browns put eight people on the COVID list. Today, they added five more. Most notably this morning, not only head coach Kevin Stefanski, but Baker Mayfield among that group of five. And so... What you have is a situation where the Browns were up to a six-point favorite against the Raiders. Then on the news yesterday, it went down to a three-point favorite. Then on the Mayfield and Stefanski news this morning, among others, it got taken off the board. And now we're looking at some spots. Am I seeing the Raiders favored by one and a half everywhere? Yeah, so across pretty much rest of country, uh, it's still one at DraftKings, but everywhere else is a point and a half in favor of the Raiders here. But, I mean, it's it, – yeah. Mayfield and Stefanski, but also, I mean, starting corner in Troy Hill, starting safety in in John Johnson. You also have a starting defensive tackle, Malik McDowell, like all those guys out as well. And I know some people are going to say, hold on, the the Browns were six-point favorites, and now this thing's moved seven, seven seven-and-a-half points. Is this this too much? Is this where we should take advantage of a move like, no, no. The answer is no. They are going to have legitimately like 13 backups out there on, on on both sides of the ball, including not having their head coach as well. Like, this is not one of those things where it's like, oh, maybe it's overcorrected. It's like, no, it did not. And the it, thing, it did not. The thing is, we have no more bye weeks to move a game like this. So this game is happening, yeah. right? Like, it's, I mean, I guess theoretically they could have moved it one day, but I'm not sure that would have made a difference. So it's a go. And imagine being the Cleveland Browns. First of all, imagine, you don't have to imagine, some of you have Cleveland Browns futures bets, either division or conference or Super Bowl. But imagine being locked into the tightest division in all of football. You are a shade away from winning the division, a shade away from being knocked out, and then this happens. It's brutal. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. We'll come back. We'll do the... uh, Odds to have the fewest wins in the NFL this year. Number one pick. All of that next. Beeson's primetime action. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude, today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band. They all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a PlayCard debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank NA, member FDIC. Skill Matt and Kelly, primetime action, by the way. Uh, the Giants, New York Giants, that is, adding three more players to their reserve COVID-19 list, uh, including Xavier McKinney and Aaron Robinson in their secondary. Also, Cam Brown, the linebacker. They join Kadarius Tony and John Ross, a pair of wideouts, and Oshane Jimenez uh, also on that list. And then the Dolphins signing former Raiders first-round cornerback Damon Arnett to their practice squad. Uh, second chance for some off the field uh, after some off the field troubles with Arnett here in Las Vegas, namely the brandishing of weapons and threatening yes. of said weapons. The number now over the last three days is approaching 90 guys and staff, players and staff that have uh, tested positive for COVID. So it is, uh, it's a it's a wacky week. Like we we're like we were saying. I mean, I have. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, just starting, like we said, you start on tomorrow night, Thursday. This thing opened at three, gets to four, down to three. Raiders and Browns goes from six-point favorite on one end to a point-and-a-half dog on the other. This uh, Patriots-Colts, and this isn't on any news or whatever, this opened as a pick, two-and-a-half. So we've seen two-and-a-half points this thing move. The Eagles in Washington, this thing's moved two points as well. It's all the way up to a touchdown. I mean, like, we are talking game. Dolphins now up to 10-point favorites, <laughs> yeah. where they were eight-point favorites, seven-and-a-half to eight-point favorites. Like, we're, we're literally seeing two-point, two-and-a-half-point, three-point movements in multiple games down the board. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, and I think it's worth reminding, like, we, I, I think a lot of us, and we did especially on this show, heading into the season last year and going into the season, really cautioning people about, you know, when you're going to make your bets and you might want to wait and, and just because all these guys, you know, you don't know what's going to happen with COVID day in and day out and who might be catching it and it could ruin bets if you put them in early and it's it's maybe not something we've been, you know, we've been heeding our own advice. I'll speak for myself at least. I really, I've been playing a lot of 
openers this year. And and really, this week was the first time, maybe the past two weeks, where I've been like, I, you know, you got to tap the brakes a bit. And I really, I've got two bets in the account for this week, and that's it. Because I think you, what we're seeing happen this, this, you know, these past couple weeks in the NFL and the NBA, even like the NBA, I can't put it in early bets too much because yeah. you don't know who's going to end up being called out. You I know, mean, you keep going down the board, and it's not even, you know, I mean, this was an injury thing, not a COVID thing, but like the Cardinals, they were 14 point favorites down to 12 and a half at DraftKings there. You go and you look at the uh, 49ers on news. We have no idea on, on whatever move. We have no idea. That goes from eight and a half to nine and a half in favor of the 49ers. Now we've got the Broncos for whatever reason, again, which is why I went in and ended up betting the Bengals today. Now it, it has fallen back down to two and a half. This thing got to three today. Yeah in favor of Denver on the news that Joe Burrow didn't practice on a Wednesday, which, like, he's not going to practice on a Wednesday as it is anyway if he has even a, the slightest of Nick. Like, it, does, it doesn't matter in, in the least bit or whatever. And so so that that thing moves to three. So I take Cincinnati plus three on, on, on that news. But, again, this thing has now moved a point, moved a point and a half. And, and then we come down and look at uh, some of these other games where these, these totals have fallen. I mean, that one, the Browns and the Raiders now is down to 38 and a half. It's down oh to gosh. 38 and a half now for the total in this game. So, again, I, it's just it's, it's wacky and wild to me. I know we have far more people betting into these markets, far more people paying attention to, these, to the news and all that, and it's going to move these things far more rapidly than in years past. But, dude, to see multiple games moving two and oh. three points, and so it's just I, – I, I, but it's only Wednesday. Yeah, and this is – I mean, again, betting aside for a second, this is going to really suck if this affects a playoff game. It, I mean, yep. it really will. Because then, you, I mean, it's already, I mean, the Browns, look at the Browns. This might as well be a playoff game yep. for them. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. Times in which we live. Let's look at the odds to have the fewest wins in the regular season. Obviously, the Lions are going to be the favorite at 111 and 1, but just by how much? This per DraftKings, the Lions at 111 and 1, a half game worse than both the Texans and the Jaguars are minus 250. Texans plus 275, Jags 8-1. to one. Remember, the Texans and the Jags play each See, other. Someone's two has got to go. It's yeah. going to be a three. So they play each other. Watch them tie. Jets. That would be so great. Oh, please. <laughs> Jets are 20-1. Please, please tie zero to zero. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not running to bet this market, but just because those two teams play, don't you like, isn't there some inherent value on the 8-1 to one on the Jags for this market? Like, yeah, yes, I know they're the favorite this week, but, I mean, they're going to play each other. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. I think the answer to that question is yes. If you're making a bet, that's probably the bet you make. Would you race yes. to bet it, though? I, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, that's the bet you make. Especially since, I mean, what, the three of us, I, I, I think all, all agree that we we think the Texans and Jags are worse than the Lions are anyways, right? At least I do. The, the latest Urban Meyer news that just came down before the show, that oh, uh, former kicker Josh Lambeau, uh, let me know if I'm describing this all right, said that at one point during practice with his, I guess, leg up in the air after a kick kind of deal, uh, he was stretching. Stretching, stretching. It was pardon in the preseason, me. yep. That uh, Urban Meyer came by, gave him a little kick, little is my word, and said, don't miss kicks, that kind of thing. Don't miss any kicks out there or whatever, paraphrasing. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, yeah, called him a name, and apparently, uh, Kicked according, him. according to the Tampa Bay Times report, it was the, uh, he, he didn't bother, he doesn't, he doesn't bother to learn anybody on the special team's names, so he just calls them all sort of, uh, so, mm. you, you know, a, a, a not-so-nice nickname. Got it. <laughs> There you go. Apparently, not even, not uh, even his top ten of gaffes. Apparently, Lambo told him, "Don't you ever bleep kick me yeah. again." 
To which uh, Urban Meyer said, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever the bleep I want. Oh, he sounds like a lovely oh, and, and guy. And then the story, the story continued about that because I guess privately Lambeau approached him about that uh, later on. And Urban Meyer got on him about, he said, hey, never call me out like that in front of the team ever again. Like, don't speak to me on the field like that. And Lambo was like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, me speak to you like that? It's the difference between pro and college. Yeah, it's the difference between right. pro and college. Yeah. You, and, and that is why some of these guys can handle it and some yeah. of them can't. Because you are, you're the dictator. You are at college. At, at a college, yeah. at the college level. Like, there is no. You're Benito Mussolini. Yeah, like, there is absolutely no questioning of anything that you say or any, any, any of that stuff. You right? are Pol Pot. And especially if you're at a program, it's different maybe if you're at a, at a smaller room. But any program that he's ever coached at, if you're at any of these these major programs, doesn't matter who you are, there's a, there's a four-star or five-star kid behind you, right? I mean, like, like you, you try to pull some stuff like that, and you're like, oh, cool. All right, well, you sit down, and I'll, I'll just play the next kid. But, you, like, can't do that when you're paying someone multiple millions of dollars and all, you know, and, and the person behind them is exponentially worse. And, and all, it's, just, it's just a completely different dynamic, which we have found just does not suit Urban Meyer, apparently, at all. Well, missed my opportunity to go through my dictator uh, Rolodex. I'd take the 8-1. to one. Oh. I'd like to, I think it'd be yeah, fun. I think you got to go 8-1. I think it'd be fun to have that one. All right. Yeah. By the way, here's the current NFL draft order. Uh, if the draft were tomorrow, and newsflash, it is not. Lions would get the number one. Texans, Jaguars, as we just mentioned, two and three. Uh, Jets would be four. Giants five. Giants six. That's uh, part of that Kadarius Tony draft day deal. Panthers would be seven. The Jets, in the uh, move with Jamal Adams, have the eighth pick. With the Seahawks, the ninth, the Eagles, that's a draft day uh, trade as well. They have the ninth, and the Falcons have the tenth. By the way, the Eagles would also have the eleventh. So the Jets, Giants, and Eagles would have six of the top eleven picks. That's wild. Eagles would also have seventeen currently. So that's the Dilio. Um, Philadelphia, uh, excuse me, is it Atlanta who has number ten? I thought it, uh, I thought Carolina, Atlanta. I'm seeing a different list right there. But anyway, that's the uh, that's the current draft order. Odds to be the number one pick in the NFL draft currently. Kayvon Thibodeau of Oregon remains the short shot at even money, but there was a mock out recently here where Aiden Hutchinson went number one to Detroit. So he has moved to plus 120. Pitts, Kenny Pickett at plus 650, and then everybody else double digits. Yeah, that would be Todd McShay's first V1 of his, uh, of his mock draft. Does have Aiden Hutchinson going one overall to the Detroit Lions, and then Kayvon Thibodeau going second overall to the Houston Texans. And this is where this draft, I think, is going to get very, very interesting because and, – and why – we had a, a, a stellar 2021. I don't know – or I don't know 2022 is going to be all that great because what we do is we look at it, at this, and it's like you've got a team in Detroit. You've got a team in Houston. You've got a team in basically any, any of these ones. Maybe, maybe even the Giants. Maybe even the Giants. Certainly Carolina. That all – really need a lot of players, right? So, like, this would be a like a luxury pick almost to to get a, an awesome pass rusher. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's a passing league. You definitely want that. But it's not like that game-changing quarterback that, like, you can build around for the next, you know, 10 years and stuff around your team. So, I bet you there will be a lot of discussion about Detroit trading out, Houston yes. trading out, all yes. these teams because these teams that are actual contenders who say, you know what, we'll give you the one next year and a two and a whatever to go ahead and come up and get this guy that could maybe bring us to that 
to, to that next well, level. Well, all the teams we mentioned, right, Detroit, Houston, the Giants, maybe the Carolina Panthers, all of them, Atlanta even, right, Matt Ryan's not getting yeah. any younger. They all need quarterbacks, and the, the issue here is that it is not considered a very good quarterback yeah. draft. Certainly not top 10-worthy quarterback draft. But you know how teams get during yeah. the draft. Somewhat justifiably, they get quarterback crazy. So it could be a trade barrage at the NFL draft, which will be right here in Las Vegas. We're Where be are there. we perched? Where are we perched? We're going to be there. Let us know. Right next to McShay. <laughs> right next to that dude. Coming back. It's Visa's Primetime Action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VSIN all access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting split showing you where the money's going on every game. Sign up today, and you'll also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus our all new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only. $39.5011 Canadian at vsan.com slash subscribe. Cheaper day than yesterday, guys. Get on it. Get on it. 5025 yesterday, 5011 today. Gilman and Kelly here on Primetime Action. You know, we didn't uh, really uh, sort of commit on the uh, number one pick prop. But do you think, a, I mean, getting back to the quarterback crazy thing. Do you think a bet on a quarterback for the number one pick? Because all those shot, all those quarterbacks were long shots. You think it's just worth a shot at one of them because of the fact that people go nuts with quarterbacks come draft day? I, I just I can't see it because again these guys that so the way that the way that I kind of go about all this and this is about the time of year that I start doing this is I just collect information from all of these people that do this year round like all these guys that live and breathe this year round I just start absorbing all of the stuff that they start putting out there is nary a one of them that has any of these quarterbacks worthy of even a worthy of even a top five pick and most of them have every single one of them outside of the top 10 the first one if you're wondering in McShay's draft goes 12 overall to Pittsburgh now there could be some trades there could be some different things like that I just don't think getting up to number one for any of these quarterbacks again from just what I hear from these draft Knicks from what I hear from these people who scout this stuff year-round I don't think anybody's going to do it. Cut to a shot of us in late April. The quarterbacks go one, two, three. Because <laughs> these teams will lose their minds. Give me Sam Howell. Give me Kenny Pickett. I, I will say when it comes to this, uh, these odds, too, th- these are from points bet. Yeah. The, like you mentioned, Gil, I have seen I have seen plays of, places that have Hutchinson as uh, the top choice above Thibodeau. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're looking to make a bet, shop around right now. I don't know if I'd be racing to do that. But, yeah, it is like Kenny Pickett. I, I I liked him three years ago. It's just like, is he really going to make that big of an impact in the NFL? I, I don't know. He's It's been around a while. Like, we, we've talked about it many times on this show. Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, just place them aside for a second. Yes. Look at these guys from this last year. Maybe if Trevor Lawrence were in a different situation, maybe he'd be good. Yeah. Maybe if Justin Fields were in a different situation, maybe he will be good eventually, right? Trey Lance can't even see the field. Mac Jones is in the correct situation. He's in the best situation. I don't know what happens if he falls behind the Colts on Saturday. You may have a different opinion of him entirely so like after you're that even, game. You're even comparing the, like this year to, to to the last year's crop. What I'm just, this year's crop, I still think is better than what we're looking at here. Well, right? what I'm saying is, yeah, maybe so. And they're not really standing out, right? You know, so I, I don't know. 
It's it, and, it makes it great though. And going back and you can kind of look and Jamarcus Russell ruined this for the quarterbacks as well that you can't have an awesome bowl game and 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 then move up the draft board really like after that like he th- he has the he has this one awesome bowl game goes one over you know it, and that kind of ruined it for these quarterbacks as well it's just there's a lot going lot going against him I mean to be the number one pick in the draft for one of those quarterbacks I would need way longer odds. Like, way, way longer yeah. odds. I mean, the NFL history is littered with these kind of quarterback things, right? There was the the Ryan Leaf, Rick Meyer year, right? None of them, neither of them turned out to be anything. There was the uh, the Trent Dilfer, Heath Schuler year, if you want to go back in the 90s. Heath Schuler was the third pick in the draft by Washington. And I, I was at... I, was I at, have no idea who that is. He, he was the starting quarterback at the University of Tennessee. Ended up being a congressman, by the way. Good, politi- good political no science idea knowledge. Who that is. No, yeah. he's sure, really? No idea. Huh. Anyway, he was the third pick in the draft, young. Interesting. Kelly doesn't know anything from before he was born. Yeah. Kelly, you know, JFK got shot. I want to break it to you. Um, so he sure, like, you took one day at the Redskins practice facility back in the day. And I, and I literally, I was like, uh, he's the starting NFL quarterback? Like, he was so small. Yeah. But these teams go nuts. Like, we got to get he's Shuler. So. It's a tried and true NFL tradition. Is all I, I think if you're, if you look at some of these teams, and I don't know which quarterbacks are going to be available out there to be bridge quarterbacks. I have no idea if you know, like a Marcus Mariota. We know Jameis is going to be a free agent. We know like these various like like if there are quarterbacks out there that can be kind of a bridge for these teams that are quarterback needy until they can get to a next season or whatever it might be. Because again, like there is. And a lot can change between now and draft day, and there will be a lot of there will be some steam behind at least one of these guys or something. But from everything, everybody again who does this year round says they're like these guys just yeah these guys just ain't ain't, ain't ain't not in the same level as the ones last year, and certainly not the the year before that. Yeah, fine college quarterbacks in many cases, but Matt yeah. Corral doesn't exactly project to an NFL quarterback per these folks. What about tomorrow night, Thursday night football on paper? Oh boy. Chiefs and Chargers looks good for the AFC West lead, by the way. The Chargers, if they win, will have swept uh, swept the Chiefs, so they will be a tiebreaker ahead of the Chiefs. Chiefs obviously would be up two games if they won this. But as we mentioned, uh, no Chris Jones, at least Chris Jones on COVID list right now for the Chiefs. Uh, Rashawn Slater, same with the Chargers. But these questionable tags now for the Chargers with Austin Eckler and Derwin James. I mean, this would kind of ruin this football game. That, that's when I finally got involved. I, I, Matt, I know you had made a bet early on the Chiefs. I, I, I didn't I didn't do it until this afternoon when I saw that. When it was Slater was out, yeah. and then I'm looking at Eckler and Derwin James, both questionable. I'm like, okay. I wasn't running to lay three before but like I'm laying three now the the other thing about it as well is is that I kind of took into this and we're not I, I everybody's responded to everything differently when all so Amari Cooper comes off the COVID and we see like his get eased into the game because he didn't have the lungs to play a full complement of snaps right so everyone's like well Keenan Allen's back for this game well yeah but like what version of Keenan Allen are we getting, right? Yeah, like, 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 same like, thing. Could like, apply, like yeah. what version of Keenan Allen are we getting? I, I mean, I, I don't think we've seen anybody kind of come off of the COVID list and, and play 100% of what they were playing before. And, you know, again, in Amari Cooper's case, he played a handful of snaps. Now, 
there's nothing to there, there's nothing that's leaked out to lead us to believe that that could be the case for Keenan Allen. But there was nothing until warmups the day that, that that Amari Cooper was warming up, and, the, and then they were like, "Hey, by the way, he's like not warming up with the starters out there and all this." And we were like, "Oh, okay, you know, like so." These are all these are kind of all these these deals where like you know I kind of took that into into account as well and that's how I landed on the on the Chiefs. Yeah, I really hope Ben. I, I really hope those guys play because that will make for an awesome game. And if there's if if Eckler and James are not there beyond the COVID parts, right? That no, really you are right. It, it yeah. would be a shame. It, it's the yeah, I mean, it's with all these, it's like we were talking about with the Browns. It's with all these games down the stretch. Like, you don't want to, as much as we might be betting, we might be trying to take advantage of situations from a betting standpoint. It's still, like, as football fans, we want to see the best games we can, right? Well, people, and people have futures bets involved, right? Like, so if you have a Browns futures bet right now, you're like, oh, great. Right. You're yeah, done. we were. Yeah, it was you know? a Monday. I'm like, we're back it for was, the day. It yeah. was like, it maybe was, not. It was yeah. so excited heading into the season to completely dead to the Undertaker gift. Right. Yeah. You we're know, popping back <laughs> up out of, the, out of the, you know, out of the coffin, and then now we're just like, okay, let's leave. Yeah, probably over. back to that again. Yeah. Dunzo again. It's yeah. over. Yeah. So um, that's that's the state of affairs. But you make a great point about you know when they do come back from the list what version of themselves, and then what you said earlier about the just peculiar line. Uh, sometimes justifiable line movement, and then the peculiar lack thereof. Like, this is still Kansas City minus three with that right. news? Right. I, I, it's, it's like, so Chris Jones moves this thing a point, and then you get you get one of their most important players definitely already ruled out, and then two of, and two of their most important players questionable, and it does nothing to yeah, it. It's, I just, was, it's just, it's, it's, it's odd. That's the part I was confused. Oh, I'm confused about right now. That I look, was running to, when I, when I saw Slater's out and then these guys are questionable, I'm like, okay, I'm going to run and get this bet in now. Before the, the hook comes back. Right, before yeah. the blind moves. But yeah, yeah, it's like still painted three yeah. across the board. I'm with you, man. That doesn't make any sense at all. Meanwhile, there's some other, we talked about with Alvin Kamara last week, right? Yeah. When he was announced, didn't move any against the Jets. Like, was it baked in? I guess it was. Um, then we have games that have nothing to do with COVID or anything this week, like Miami uh, being 10-point favorites now against the Jets and San Francisco, 9-point favorites at Atlanta. Big runouts on games that don't have lots of COVID news. Yeah, and there's more 9.5s out there on 49ers than there are even 9s. And I just, I'm just like, huh, what, what did we... What did we do to go from the eight and a half to the nine and a half? Like, where, where was what was that all about? And, and that happened rapidly. And we still don't know about Lamar Jackson. No, we still don't know about Josh Allen. The Josh Allen thing, the scenario we were talking about earlier this week, where it would plunge if it's Mitch Trubisky, and then you pound the Bills. Love that scenario. So there might be more live line movement to come of the justifiable variety. But I played uh, the guessing game. I, I went ahead last night when I said I went ahead and played the Packers at four. Um, last night, and this is completely complete speculation. But again, you're the Ravens. You're not going to get the number one seed. You're you're with this Brown situation that just happened, and all this. Like, would you not? Would you not just sit Lamar Jackson? I mean, like, you have no chance of going, doing anything if that guy can't be Lamar Jackson, right? Like, not a pocket passer. Need Lamar Jackson to be Lamar Jackson. I, I mean, I think that's part of it too, right? Figuring out which coaches would play it one way and which yeah. would play the other. Because we've seen it already with uh, the Kyler Murray versus Matt Stafford thing. How the two teams treated it differently. JVT on the NBA next from the South Point. It's primetime action. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline zigazoo has made me zigzag what i mean by that is i swore i would never let my kids on social media but now i'm setting them loose on zigazoo Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Don't forget our college football bowl guide is out. It is all new and it is cracking. Only $19.99. Analysis on every bowl game, insights, trends, data, and predictions. Humans and crew have done another great job. Our bowl guides are outstanding. This has got all 41 bowls plus the two national semis. Any way you want to slice it, if you want to bet uh, individual games and want to look at certain angles, want to bet each and every one of them, maybe you're in a contest, College Football Bowl Guide from VEASAN, only $19.99 at VEASAN.com slash bowl guide. $27.85 Australian. Hmm. What is their uh, currency? Dollar. Dollar also. Yeah. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Yeah. Hmm. Even the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl we've got in there, Gil? 
Yes. I want to bet the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Okay. Yes, that's in there. That's in there as well. They didn't leave that out. <laughs> We're going to have you a know, PTA Bowl next year. There's <laughs> like 65 bowl? bowls now. I mean, yeah, like, we can probably we just pull together enough money to get a, a bowl game. Get it done. Let's do it. Who are we inviting? It'll be on like December 12th. UNLV and somebody. Amherst versus Tufts. <laughs> yeah. It's our own kind of bowl. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some NBA with uh, VEASAN's NBA senior analyst and also the co-host of The Edge, at me, JVT, on Twitter. It's Jonathan Vaughn Tobel. How you doing, JVT? I'm doing good, guys. A good slate today in the NBA. It's been a busy few days for me, so I'm uh, very excited to get into it. Let me uh, talk to you about one of these games that's going on right now before we get your later picks. Uh, the Cavaliers are playing the Rockets. Yeah. Both of these teams happen to have won eight of their last ten. And in the case of the uh, Cavaliers just crushing the spread as well, uh, right now it's 42 to 16 Cavaliers, by the way, making that 45 to 16 now with just under 10 minutes left in the second quarter. So it's not really about this game so much as it is questions about both teams who have gone eight of 10, which is, are the Cavaliers a thing in the sense of, are they, I don't know, a sixth seed kind of thing in the Eastern conference to you, the way that they're playing right now. And in the Rockets case, um, I guess they're not tanking, huh? <laughs> right. Yeah. I think I would like to start with Cleveland first, because this has been one of my favorite stories. You mentioned crushing the spread for those who don't realize for Cleveland, 21, four and two against the spread. Uh, this is the stretch that they're on right now. They have been absolutely incredible. And by the way, tonight doing it without their rookie of the year sensation. And I think, you know, he is a leader of the clubhouse in the favor right now. Evan Mobley. I think they are absolutely like a 16 type of deal. This is a team that is one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, Gil. And, you know, it's funny. And the guy that wrote about it and came into the season thinking about it that, you know, if they go with this super big lineup of Mobley and Jared Allen, this is not going to be a great offensive team, but the potential that they have defensively is going to be incredible. And that has clearly played out at this point right now. Fourth in defensive efficiency, right, in non-garbage time minutes, according to Clean the Glass, when Mobley's out there, uh, they are well inside. I think it's the 85th percentile of qualified lineups when he's on the floor in terms of defensive efficiency in the NBA. This is a legitimate team that's like a, going to be a playoff team in the Eastern Conference. So if we're talking about actual threat to win the title, I would say no. But if we're talking about six seed avoiding the play-in, I think absolutely this Cleveland Cavaliers team has it uh, in them and as far as the Rockets go you are right I have an under on the Rockets uh, I didn't think they were going to be very good but winning streaks like this uh, this is going to kill some of these win totals out there and I think this might be one of them because you're going to stumble into some wins along the way as they go forward so we'll see how they handle this you know maybe they start to bench some guys they are going through some injury issues including today right a lot of guys are on the sideline so maybe we start to see that pick up a little bit more as we get near the end of the year but you're right like I thought this was going to be a team that was going to be dead set on look, look they're not playing John Wall right like they're yeah. going to be dead set on losing games and sure enough, they are. John, I want to get to a topic here that people probably care a little bit more about even your opinion than the NBA, which is um, this little contest we had, oh, or this little yes. challenge we Good had yesterday with, 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 with Kelly Bidlin. You being the original uh, hot dog eating person here at VEASAN, <laughs> hot dog challenge eating, we had Kelly drink a half a gallon of eggnog yesterday. Ooh. What time? First of all, since you don't know, since you don't know this, I can tell by the by the look on your face. How long would you have given <laughs> Kelly to drink the half gallon of eggnog? Oh, half gallon? I'd say like you got to give him like fifteen minutes. Oh, see, we, God, we really, really, really messed While this up. While doing a show, while doing a show, we really messed this up. So we gave him two hours. We gave him two hours, and he oh, was wow. able he was able to complete it. Here's the thing: barely. I told him barely. one barely, two. I told him of several different people who told me. Our tops, including 
a 120-pound woman who told me that she could do it in an hour, less than an hour as well. Mm-hmm. Kelly had no pride, no pride whatsoever and took the full two hours, literally up until the final minute to finish this. Shame him, would, would you please? Because I know you, I mean, this this is just ridiculous. Yeah, so there's a couple of things. One, and I'm an egg, I am an eggnog drinker. Like, I enjoy eggnog. Uh, but that, uh, that would, the taste, I would assume, would get to you by the end of it. That oh, would be yeah. pretty bad. Uh, but, like, two hours, I mean, half a gallon, that, that is somewhat wimpish. I think you probably could have knocked that out in an hour. Wimpish. I like it. I like it. Thank you. I mean, thank you, John. I mean, thank you for backing us up. Maybe, maybe give me a week to recover or something because, like, I, well, I, I want anybody to say that to see me on the field, the battlefield. Just want to say because it was so gross, JVT. No, you don't. We don't. You don't want to do it. Trust me, man. Well, this is a quality program. I know you don't want to go into the details, but I do wonder how your uh, your insights have felt over the last few hours. Uh, it was uh, it was very painful last night for yeah, a few I hours. I'll say. JV2 engaged in that uh, hot dog eating challenge so many years ago, which which was banned because of that earlier. But I could see JVT halfway through your like third or fourth hot dog, whatever it was. I looked, I stared into your eyes from the yep. side, and I said to my girlfriend, I was like, he's done. Look at his eyes. He can't go another another hot dog further. You just hit a wall in that kind of thing, don't you? Well, it's, to me, honestly, it was the taste, if I remember correctly. Like, it wasn't even so much that I was full. By the time you get to, like, the third or fourth one, like, the taste was just so repetitive that my brain was like, no, like, you're not eating these. And that's why I guess I actually got to talk to, like, a couple MLE people this year uh, and interviewing some stuff in local radio. And they said, like, that's why you dip it in the juice and stuff. The taste is actually a really big mental block to get over. Wow, interesting. What do you got tonight in the NBA? So I'm sitting on one that's about to start right now. I'm, I'm on the Lakers. I got a pick earlier today. It's up to minus three against the Dallas Mavericks. LeBron's been playing some incredible basketball. If you guys haven't seen some of his numbers uh, as of late, over his last eight games played, LeBron averaging 30 points per game. Uh, let's see. I got it right in front of me. 30 points per game, 7.3 rebounds, eight assists, 52% shooting. And in those eight games, the Lakers are five and three against the spread. Also took pick because he figured, you know, Anthony Davis, you're right between the lines, probably going to play. The market would react once he's announced, and we're up to three right now. So I think this is a pretty good spot. No look at that on the floor. I think the Lakers are in a pretty good situation here. And I also have, I'm really interested in this. This is one where I usually have a pretty good read on the market and get some pretty good numbers and closing line value, but I, I misread this. The Pelicans are up to a four and a half point favorite on the road against Oklahoma City. The only guy missing is Lou Dort and I guess uh, Alexa Pokashevsky, who's a really good, like nerdy guy to know about, but nothing that's going to move the needle for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they're catching four and a half. They have the better player on the court in Shea Gilders Alexander. They're the better defensive team by a mile. And they've been a very undervalued team. They haven't been playing very well lately. But this is kind of one of those numbers where I just I feel like I'm missing something with the personnel move or anything. Uh, but because I look at this and I think the Thunder should be favored at home over the for the uh, over the New Orleans Pelicans. So I, I've got those two in my pocket for tonight. And I want to see what's going to happen with the Clippers and Jazz. Might go in game and see what the status is going to be of Paul George to move forward because I think that's a pretty big number for a good defensive team in L. John, with the state of, uh, let's just call it the country right now and everything that's going on, what what time of day are you making these bets? Are you holding off a little bit longer these days? Are you trying to see what's going on? Because, I mean, obviously we're we're, we're approaching 90 on the NFL side. They got all the stuff going on in the NHL. Of course, it's, it's hit the NBA as well. Are you are you, are you you proceeding with caution or are you just kind of like, okay, if it, if, if it affects one of my bets, it just does? Yeah, I, I've kind of gone that. I, I'm definitely going to cut down on like the volume at just because I can get burned. And I've gotten burned this mid year a couple of times by non COVID issues, right? I had a bet on Giannis and the, the Bucks one time, and they were taking on Toronto and 15 minutes before the game. He gets scratched and he's out for the next two games of the calf injury. But I think this, it, this is something where you got to be pretty hesitant to pull the trigger early. You might get some good numbers, right? Uh, case in point, that Lakers game that we're talking about. But in other situations, you're going to be sitting on a number that's completely wrong by the time you get to step off because somebody all of a sudden is in COVID protocol. So I think 
think as we move forward, I'm going to start to take either closer to tip or more of an in-game approach because I want to know who's out there. And this has been pretty crazy to see, not just the fact that the numbers are going up with all these guys, but when they're coming, right? Like 15, 20 minutes before tip-off, all of a sudden, the guy's going to get ruled out. And that's massive. JVT, I could ask you another basketball question, but I think I speak on behalf of everybody here. We uh, have not had a chance to congratulate you. Congratulations to you on the birth of your second son, Dimitri. A, quit showing off. And B, how are the kids getting along with each other? Uh, they're great. Hey, I'm, I'm really surprised that the the first kid, Diego, my son is in love with him. The, the second we got home, he's really thrilled to be there. He's actually helping with the feeding and stuff. So it is pretty cool and pretty surreal to have two little kids around here. But I really appreciate that, guys. Everything's going really well. Good for you. Jonathan Von Tobel, father of two, and still analyzing basketball. Thank you, JBT. Appreciate it, man. Pre- appreciate it, guys. Kelly, take care of yourself. <laughs> Kelly Bidlin recovering. <laughs> what did you eat last night after the eggnog? Just a banana? I had a ba- I had a banana, uh, and I, I had a little peanut butter and banana, like half a sandwich. This is as much as I could do. Yeah. So I figured I could probably use some real food. But you, yeah, you I made a peanut butter and banana sandwich. I wasn't hungry until about eleven forty-five p.m. That's for sure. No, 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 you made a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Yeah. Huh. JVT called you wimpish. He did. You know. He did. Listen, anybody can talk. You played the hand that was dealt. I I get it. Listen, you played within the rules. That's on me. That's a that was that was my fault. However, when we said, "Hey, you could step up. You could step up to the plate here and just and and do this in an hour." I think I did step up by cutting it from three hours to two hours. You could just do it an hour, and then uh, you uh, you you just you you didn't do it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And everyone we've talked to, how long? (laughs) How long? Oh, I don't know. Sixty, whatever. Two and a half minutes. Fifteen minutes. 67 seconds. You know, that's See, he can keep doing this now, but now it's just like, you know what? All these people can talk. I actually did it, but all these people are just talking. Yes, you did, Kelly talk. Billen. Don't you let anybody take that away from Thanks, me, man. Kelly. I think I owe you some money, by the way. Uh, we'll come back. Our NFL power rankings. Mine is a masterpiece. I don't know about these guys, but mine is a masterpiece. It's next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline hey sarah i love that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was so cool I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.